Welcome to the Becoming Eva podcast, where we discuss real-life issues from a woman's perspective. Becoming Eva seeks to break the silence within the female community while fostering authenticity, transparency, and healing. We're We're your hosts, Latoya Moore and Maya Dawson. Let's get started. We're here, y'all. We're back. Take two. Take two. If you if you are watching us live, put in the chat whether or not you can hear us because we are like rogue right now, y'all. Like <laughs> we try to we try to make it do what we do, make it do what it do. We're trying to do the best we can with what we got. But hopefully y'all can hear us. So welcome back and happy Saturday for those of y'all that are watching us live. How you doing? Happy Saturday. Yes. Whew. Toya. How you doing? I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we're gonna make it. We're, we're gonna, gonna make, make it. it. Yes. So we got a recap because when we were on earlier, no they one can hear, hear. us. Yeah. So we were talking about our week. So I know you mentioned you had a, as, as usual a full week, but I always like to check in with the with the kids and see how everybody's <laughs> doing. So, so I don't know if I want to go through all that oh, emotional, you know. Time change has been yeah in the more household this week. Yeah. Um, but besides like the busyness of having four kids and with their different activities, um, they they had World Thinking Day with Girl Scouts last night. I love it. Um, the countries that they focus on were Mexico, China, Italy, and Japan. All right. So they did presentations and then they had little samples of food yes. from each of the different um, countries, and it was it was very nice, like to hear about yeah. um, the different traditions and different things like that. So that was cool. And then also got news this week that I I'm released from my oxygen. Woo! Um, I've been on oxygen for about eight months. Wow! Um, because I didn't sleep study mm-hmm. and. My doctor was like, whoa, your oxygen drops like to like 70%. Wow. And it stays there for like 30 mm. plus minutes. Mm. That's not good. Mm. Um, and I and so we've been trying to figure out like what's been going on. Gotcha. Um, but in the meantime, she's like, you're going to have to sleep with oxygen because... You know, when your oxygen drops and your heart rate increases, and it shouldn't increase while you're trying to rest. Yeah. And your heart is, like, overworking. Gotcha. So it's not, like, healthy in a cardiac mm-hmm. perspective as well. So I've been on oxygen for eight months, and um, I'm many of you guys know I've had the surgery, mm-hmm. um, a undisclosed type of surgery. <laughs> We'll talk Shall about, remain nameless for now. Talk about that later. But um, <laughs> so I had a surgery and I recovered, and they wanted to run tests again to see if it, like, if it actually worked. Because my doctor was like, I don't know if that's gonna work, but we'll, like, I'll let you figure that out. Wow. And I'm curious to know if it's gonna work. And so uh, we did an oxygen test over like three nights, and it turns out like it actually worked. <laughs> Um, my oxygen stayed like up to like 99% yes. and it only dropped for like 17 seconds, which is a lot better yes. than 30 minutes. And so I'm good. Praise she was like, God. you can, 
send that big oxygen machine back. Because um, she told me, she's like, you're the youngest person I've ever prescribed oxygen to. Crazy. Yeah. So oh, crazy. That, that's, that was great news. Now I'll get my side of the bed back. Praise <laughs> God. Because my husband was like, nah, you can't sleep with that in the room. It's too loud. Oh, Lord. You got to wheel that thing out into the bathroom. Oh, outside, Lord. Outside, close the door. So, you know, we had to do a whole, like, we got to yeah. switch sides with him. Um, so oh. I got my side back last yeah. night. And I kicked, kicked him out and got all of his stuff off my nightstand. And I was like, praise God. Get his face back. So that is hilarious. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're off the oxygen. Now. That's, I'm off that's the huge. Oxygen. That's huge. It's huge that you had to go on it, but it's huge that you are now officially off it. So praise God for that. What well, about your week? It, it was a full week, uh, but a good, good week. My husband and I just got back from vacay. We celebrated our nine-year anniversary, Ooh. and so we went to Cali. We decided, hey, let's go and hobnob with the stars for a week, and you know, do some research. And for y'all, those of y'all that don't know, we, we do have a production company called Creative Air, so we wanted to visit some studios while we were there. We wanted to just do some research and just really learn and explore and all that good stuff. So it was really, really good. Now, for those of y'all, I mean, it was, the weather has been crazy in Cali for the past few weeks. So when we were getting ready to go, we were like, oh gosh, is it gonna be cold? Is it gonna be rainy? Is it gonna be snowy? So thankfully it was not, it was cold when we got back. I'm like, good Lord, it's cold here. Uh, but we did have a couple of days of rain, but it was still good because we were able to get some relaxation in as well. But we had a really, really good time and it just so happened that we were in town the same um week as the oscar so we got to see a lot of behind the scenes stuff so that was really cool we did a lot of touristy stuff it was actually chris's first time in cali and in the past i had gone i'm like you know focused on we're going to do this so we're going to do that i'm there for work or i'm there with a, a group i used to record with all that good stuff so it was fun to do the touristy stuff this time and like see like oh that's where they shot that or Oh, that's where they did that. So we had a really good time. And of course, you know, when you come back, it's like the floodgates open. So work, you know, catching up with work and then catching up with everything else that we do, trying to make sure we were ready for this weekend. And it's, it's a full weekend, but a good weekend. So it's been a good week. It's been a full week. So I'm just like, all right, God, we're just taking it one day at a time and we're going to do what we can in that day. And then we trust you for the next day. So, but it's been good. Very, very good. So we back, y'all. That's what that's what we were. If y'all were wondering, like, I didn't do a show last week. So we're catching up. And actually, we were talking about like this is the first time we've been in the studio live, just the two of us. So I feel like we officially breaking it in this week, y'all. Okay. We're breaking it in for y'all. We are breaking yes. it in today. So I'm excited because for those of y'all that heard our last episode, which was awesome. If you're here, you need to go back and listen. It was with our um, our unofficial third co-host or member of Becoming Eva, Mrs. Alfie Grant, she did an amazing job of sharing her story. And so we're going to follow suit and share our story this weekend. And we're just excited. So yes. before we get in it, you know, we got to talk what's trending. And so I'm, I'm going to bring the scoop, especially on the Oscars tip, because a lot happened. And now, I, I, you've probably been living under a rock if you don't know what happened last year at the Oscars. We're just, you know, we're going to leave it at that. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of had a moment because I felt like I was so proud of 
us leading up to the Oscars last year and then leading up to the Oscars this year was like night and day. So just for those of you that don't know, last year's Oscars was produced by the amazing Will Packer, who's behind, you know, so many movies that we've watched, you know, Girls Trip, Ride Along. Um, he just did the one with Idris Elba and The Lion. I can't remember what it's called, but all that to say, he's, you know, phenomenal. And so he did a great job of, you know, diversifying the host, diversifying the performers. Like, it really was starting to feel like all-inclusive. And then all of a sudden, the slap. <laughs> Heard around the world. I was like, dog on it, Will Smith. Dog on it, Will Smith. You messed it up for all of us. You messed it up for all of us. Okay, that's me having an outburst. But I really do feel, I mean, unfortunately, you know, as African-Americans, like, we represent the whole race, whether we want to or not. And so I feel like that moment, you know, caused the Oscars really to take a huge step back and it was very pale this year. Very, <laughs> very go, pale. Y'all go sit out on there. <laughs> exactly. You know, now they were trying to incorporate and be more inclusive. Like, you know, they, they did a lot with, you know, the Indian culture. You know, they did a lot with the Asian culture. But it wasn't too many of us up there, y'all. Wasn't too many of us being nominated either. So I was feeling some type of way. But all that to say, all that to say, uh, we you know got to see some behind the scenes things while we were there. And then watching it, I was real curious about how they were gonna do it. You know, of course they sprinkled some jokes in here or there. And there were a lot of interviews leading up to it with the amazing Angela Bassett. Cause she was nominated for her amazing job in Wakanda forever. Believe it or not, she has yet to win an Oscar. Wow. Yet to win an Oscar. So uh, she did not win. She did not win. Actually, a lot of awards. The movie for the night was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, so we will, you know, if you have any thoughts or feedback on that movie. Well, <laughs> when, when I was like, Everything, Everywhere, mm -hmm. All at Once. Well, let me just Google that because I yeah. haven't even heard of the movie. So yeah, I was yeah. like, what? What is that? When did that come out? <laughs> I never heard of it. Yeah. And so then uh, we Googled like the trailer of the movie uh -huh. because we always watch the movie trailers before we spend like our Saturday nights. That's Friday real. Nights. Like, eh, it's an investment. It's an investment of yeah. your time. Amen. And so Amen. we were like, Maybe not. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's not really our cup of tea. Yeah. Um, so we have not watched it yet. Okay. Have you watched it? We did. We we watched it last night. I should say attempted to watch it last night. I had heard about it beforehand. Um, and I've heard good things about it, quite honestly, but it wasn't at the top of my to watch list. So mm -hmm. we watched it last night. Chris fell asleep halfway through. I was kind of dozing off near the end. I, I get why people are talking about it, though. I will say that. I get that part because it's it's got some real cool effects in there. Like, from, from a filmmaker standpoint, they do a lot with, you know, jumping time, you know, jumping universes, whatever you want to call it, you know, changing characters and roles and just, you know, how the choices we make impact down the road, the lives we live. Like, I get I get what they were trying to do. I really, really do. So I see why it was the buzz. I'll say that. Okay. But 
back to Angela Bassett, she was up in the same category with the amazing Jamie Lee Curtis, who also, I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis has been in the game for about 40 years. And she's legacy. Like, both of her parents, I believe, were, you know, actors or in the Hollywood industry as well. So I was surprised she hadn't won an Oscar. But so that was her first time? That was her first Oscar. Wow. So she beat out Angela B. Bassett, Angela B. Bassett, <laughs> for, you know, best supporting actress. So do you think she got snubbed? I do. Mm. I, I do, I do. Um, I was like, Halloween was is Halloween? I was confused. I, know. I was like, what you nominated for? <laughs> I was mm-hmm. so confused. Mm-hmm. I, like, I saw her. I was like, oh, she is in that movie. Mm-hmm. In the everything, everywhere, all at once. I didn't realize um, that either. Mm-hmm. I was happy though for Michelle, being the mm-hmm. first um, Asian, yes, American to um, win, yes. and yes. I loved her in uh, Memoirs of a Geisha. That was my movie in college. I still love that movie. Um, So I was happy for Mm -hmm, her mm because she's been in the game like since 1984. Yeah. And I love how she said, ladies, don't let let anyone tell you that you are past your prime and never give up on your dreams. Mm. So I just love that for her. Yeah. Um, But I did think Angela Bassett got snubbed. Yeah, yeah. Because in comparison, I was like, Wakanda Forever in this other movie mm-hmm. that most people probably haven't even heard of, like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, what is that? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I was a little, a little sad for her. It was a rough. It was rough. So Angela, we here for you, girl. I just want you to know we got your back and your Oscar <laughs> is coming because, yeah, you've earned it several times over already, but it's coming. So that's that michelle yo as you mentioned i'm happy for her as well she won she actually became the first like you said asian american to win um best actress yeah best overall actress uh second woman of color behind halle berry i hate that it's only two of them you know but that's how it is that's how it is and then ruth carter made history as well because she's the second or no i'm sorry she's the first black woman to win two oscars, oscars. these stats sound crazy to me. I'm like, it's 2023, y'all. This was the 95th Oscars Awards. She's the first black woman to win two Oscars. Okay, I'm just gonna stop there. Yeah, um, I know she was the costume designer for Mm -hmm. Wakanda Forever, Mm -hmm. and I just absolutely loved all of the wardrobe for that movie. It was great visually from a visual perspective. Um, yeah, I was really happy for her, though. Me too. Uh, Ruth Carter is amazing. I mean, she goes all the way back to... She did costume uh, design for Coming to America, if oh, I'm not wow. mistaken. Like, she's been in the game for, like, a years, minute. decades. So, yeah. So, well-deserved, well-earned. Uh, so, yeah. That's our Oscars wrap, y'all. Um, if you didn't watch it, if you haven't been tuning in, you know, you kind of get a little bit of the backstory. So, there's that. And then the last thing I want to talk about and was trending, I could have just stopped with the Oscars, but <laughs> somebody had to post something that had everybody talking. And I was like, <laughs> we got to add it to what's trending. So our girl, Sierra, our girl, Sierra, she had a night out with her amazing hubby and she posted something. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When it came up in my feed, I thought it was like, oh, this Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B, somebody. Mm-hmm. But I said, this is Sierra. Because when I tell you, it was a lot of skin. It was a lot of skin. <laughs> so if you don't know what I'm talking about, and you're not prone to fall by 
be tempted or whatever by while but you know by finding it you can go to her feed but i'm just gonna ask you do you think she went too far do you think it was too much skin it's too much skin for me <laughs> i would only wear that in the bedroom maybe you know but um i guess to each its own if russell is okay with it and happy and like I mean, I don't know. I want to know the reasoning behind the outfit. Me like, too. What was what what was your intention? Was it for like attention or was it, it? Are you? Is it a brand? Like I don't. I didn't understand like the reasoning behind yeah. it. And like for me, I'm like, I know she's got kids too, so I just think I I don't know. Like, yeah. It's yeah. too much. I felt like it was too much. I'm not going to lie. And I love Sierra. I honestly, I, I was this close because I am in a, a, a season in my life where as I'm scrolling, if something disrupts me as I'm scrolling, I immediately unfollow them. And this disrupted me to the point where as I was going to unfollow, I was like, wait, this is Sierra? Like this is Sierra? I mean, literally, I didn't realize who I was about to unfollow until I was looking like, this is Sierra? So her track record got her from not being unfollowed by me this time. But literally, I was looking like, because just today I saw something else. And I was like, what's going on? You know, I literally just leaned over to my husband like, what's going on? Because it does almost feel like it's an attention getter. And I'm like, Sierra, you don't have to do that. You're Sierra. You're Sierra. Like, you don't have to do that, number one. Number two, you are an amazing woman of God. Number two, you're married to an amazing man of God. Number three, you have a family. So I'm like, what, what is this about? Like, tell me, educate me. But I, I felt like it was too much. I'm just gonna say it's, so. It's, it was too much. Mm -hmm. And I think it creates lust for men mm -hmm. looking at it, like scrolling through even on Instagram and the comments, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Like, do you want, do you want other men to be doing that? Lusting after you? Lusting after you or lusting after your wife and the other perspective? Because mm -hmm. My husband would not let me <laughs> walk yeah. out the door wearing that. He's like, where are you going? Exactly. You know, even stuff that's a little mm -hmm. too, mm -hmm. like, you know, too, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Too, like, uh, too revealing and stuff. Yeah. You're like, where do you think you're going? You yeah. know, I'm like, what's wrong with uh -huh. mm -hmm. No. <laughs> so, Real. I don't know. Y'all got to talk about that in the Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, yeah. Sierra, we love you. I just want you to know you you above this. That's all. That's all. Love you, girl. All right. So that's all I have for what's trending. We're going to go ahead and dive into her story, okay? And so um, as I was prepping for this, I was like, gosh, I feel like y'all know so much about us. But hopefully you'll learn more as we share. So let's talk about the hats we wear. Go ahead and I'll turn it over to you, Toya. Ooh, the hats <laughs> that we wear. Y'all know I got four kids, so... I wear my mother hat. Yes. I am a wife. Yes. I am an educator. Yes. I'm a coach. Yes. I'm a mentor leader. I am an author. I write Love books. It. I am an artist. I like to paint. Yes. And I don't get paid for that. So I don't know if I would really call myself an artist, but I'm going to call myself an artist. Yes. And I am a talk show host yes. and a podcaster. Yes. So I wear like all these different hats. Yes, yes. I don't think I left anything out. I, I could probably think, I feel like. Did I leave something out? 
something might rise to the surface. Because you're one of them people where I'd be like, now what, man? I didn't know that about you. So it might, something else might pop up in the course of the conversation. But yeah, that's a, a lot of hats right there. A lot of hats right there. So you want to talk about how you support the people around you with all those hats? It's a lot of hats. It's a lot of time. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of energy. Um, I get my energy from God. Lots of prayers. Vitamins. Um, Drink lots of water. (laughs) I get up early to exercise. Because when I exercise, that gives me more energy. Um, So I I definitely support Ryan. As a Ryan fan, I try to be a little homemaker as well because I work from home and I try to cook and, you know, do all the clean... Well, not all of it. <laughs> not all of it. But I do try to clean and cook um, and do all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I support him as a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my little babies. I support my children. I comb their hair every Sunday for the week. <laughs> that takes hours. I help them with homework. That also takes hours mm. and patience, so you're not pulling out your hair, mm. and you're like, why don't you know what poor book four is, my dear? <laughs> like, you know, you should know about that. Like, you know, flashcards and all kinds of things. So, I know I'm yeah. a teacher, but mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a little hard when you teach your own kids, because you're like, you should know this. You are my daughter. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You don't make me this. look bad, child. Don't make me look bad, but... um. I support them and their their dreams and their aspirations and yeah. their interests. Oh, you want to be a dancer and dance all around the world. So like dance yeah. classes and gymnastics and piano, uh, you know, like all of their different things. And we're not, we haven't even got to Mason's dreams and all I that know. stuff. So I'm like, kicking back. how are we going to plug that in? But, you know, God willing, uh, we'll make the way. He will. Um, I think I'm able to support everybody because of my village. Amen. Um, the village is absolutely necessary um, to have. And I just really appreciate the, the village because sometimes it's like, I got to be in two places at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's hard. Yeah. And then, like, I want to, like, also do things for me. I want to pursue some of my dreams. Absolutely. Too. So it's just hard. Um, you know, trying to figure out that balance, but mm-hmm. what about your hat, mm, girl? Girl, I'm tired <laughs> of thinking about your hats. I feel like I need a nap. <laughs> Woo. Okay, so Maya's hats. All right. Uh, first and foremost, Maya's a child of God. She's you know a, a, a daughter of the King. Um, but I would say um, Maya is a wife. Maya is a uh, artist and entrepreneur. Uh, definitely a podcast host, a co-host. Uh, Maya is also a, a Bible study teacher. That takes up a lot of my time. A lot of people don't know about that aspect of my life. Um, and then Maya is also a leadership coach uh, for college students. And so that has creeped in and taken up a lot more of my time than I anticipated, you know. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and Maya is, a, well, I think I said an artist, but yeah, artist creative. So I write, I sing, I dance, I act, direct, you know, all those beautiful things. And then um, oversee a production company with my husband. And so the entrepreneur hat is there, but then also the creative hat is there as well. So we support a lot of clients because we're helping them 
build their brand and work out their projects and roll out, you know, whatever it is they're working on. We're actually supporting a client today who just dropped a book. So those types of ways in which we can support people, we're here for. Because number one, we're about excellence, especially excellence in the community, in the Christian community, you know, but also about just excellence in the arts. So, uh, but yeah, those are some of the hats I wear. I feel like I'm maybe missing or forgetting something, but those are the majority of the hats I wear. And then as far as supporting people, uh, I love what you said about making sure first and foremost that you are refueled and rested and ready to go and energized. Working out is a huge part of that. I don't feel myself if I have not sweated in the morning because it just helps to shift my brain. It helps to energize me. It helps shift my perspective and help me to take on the day. Um, I don't feel myself if I do not have my time with the Lord, like for real, because I can come into my time with God feeling so deflated and so defeated and so overwhelmed. And then I can leave my time with God feeling like I can take on the world because I'm reminded by whose I am. And I'm reminded that my strength is not my strength. It comes from the Lord. And I love the scripture about you know, that our, that his strength is made perfect in our weakness, because I feel like I'm a living testament to that, like every single day of my life. Like I look back when, by the time I, you know, lay down in the bed at the end of each day, I'm like, I don't know how I did it, but for the grace of God, because his strength truly is made perfect in our weakness. So I would say time with God and exercising are two of the things that I live by to jumpstart my day. Most people do coffee. I'm not really a big coffee drinker. I may do tea, but, you know, or really quite honestly, what I will do is a smoothie. This is my joint right here. I got to get some grains in me. So I'll do a smoothie or something to start my day to jumpstart it because that is what gets me percolating. That is what gets my brain going. Um, and that's what helps me to support others, those that are around me. How I support my husband? Well, first and foremost, I really believe it's important about setting an environment in your home. Uh, I never want my husband to come in from a long day and feel even more overwhelmed and chaos than he's already experienced out in the world. That doesn't mean our home is pristine and, you know, perfect by no means, but it does mean that I strive to make sure we have a home of peace. And so if it's checking my attitude first and foremost and making sure I'm not nagging, if it's something practical, like making sure dinner is ready or that there's a plan in place for dinner, you know, something, then any anything I can do to help make sure when he comes home or, or his day is complete, that he can ease into the rest of the day instead of feeling like he's got to fight even more when he gets home, especially if I'm honest as a black man. I feel like black men endure a lot in the world that we live in already. And so I want him to come to a home that's a peace, a home where he doesn't feel like he has to escape yet again. So um, making sure the tone for our home is set is huge. Um, making sure that um, he is able to have, or I should say, has what he needs in order to take care of himself. If it's, you know, from a practical standpoint, if it's, you know, if he's got time to carve out to exercise, we actually work out together a lot. So really trying to be intentional about that, that kind of helps hold both of us accountable. Um, even as far as the food that we put in our bodies, I'm more 
of the cook in the house. Um, he's cooked a lot more lately, but I'm more of the cook in the house and he's more of like the laundry person in our house or like, you know, the repairs or the um, car kind of person in our house. But as far as food is concerned, I usually kind of steer that aspect of our home. And so I'm really intentional about what we're preparing or putting in our bodies because I know that there's a trickle down effect, especially as we get older. I mean, both of us have gotten wider over the years just from age alone, but it doesn't have to be out of control. Like there are things that we can be intentional about what we put in our bodies. So that's one of the ways that I support my husband. And then as far as the people around me, if it's um, from my Bible study or from my leadership coaching group, I try to be a great listener and I try to encourage as much as I possibly can, just because again, the world we live in is tough, it's challenging. And so I try to, you know, give words of encouragement, you know, prayer, you know, um, and not just, oh, I'm going to pray for you. Like, no, let's pray right now because I think sometimes people need to know that people are actively praying for them. Um, if I come across a scripture or an article or an event or something that I feel like could help them, I let them know immediately, like, hey, sending you a text, thinking about you, you know, praying for you. How's this going? How's your mom doing? How's your whatever? Um, but I try to, any way that I can encourage them, that I feel like is a, a gift um, that God has given. So those are the hats I wear and how I support people through them. Well, yes. I will definitely agree with um, valuing um, peace yes. over perfection mm -hmm. because our house is <laughs> never perfect looking hey. uh, with four kids. It's just, it is what it is. Like I try. That's all you can do. I try, and then I get the kids. Um, you know, I delegate. Like you do this, you do that. Amen. This you watch your brother. Delegation like, is key. Delegation is key. It's mm -hmm. like it's teamwork. Team teamwork makes the dream work. So, mm -hmm. um, I've got the kids helping with that, and I I just think it it just it's good for them to kind of learn those community skills. Absolutely. Like, okay, you mess up mommy and daddy are not going to be the ones to always clean up uh -huh. you clean up yeah <laughs> this is how you put dishes in the dishwasher uh -huh. this, is, this is how you take them out like you can help you know put the silverware away you know, like stuff like that that's important for their for them as you know as humans you're teaching them life skills so yes yes um i would say the hat that i would that I absolutely love the most. Uh -huh. uh, and it's also the most challenging uh -huh. would be being a mother. I was, yeah, I was gonna uh, say it's I could tell. definitely being a mother. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love being a mother. It's super challenging, um, but I absolutely love it. It's yeah. like, it's, sometimes it's painful. You want to cry. <laughs> Sometimes you laugh and it's okay. like, okay, I can do this. And then other times you're like, I just want to go to bed. Just leave me alone. I need some privacy. Don't come in the bathroom. Please don't come in the bathroom. I just need to talk to myself, you know. And then I'm like, okay, let me apologize. I was just trying to tell you, you know, like, I yeah, found yeah. this. And you're like, I just want five minutes. But um, <laughs> that's probably the most challenging because 
each of them, they have their own like special needs. Yeah. Um, and you've got to make sure that you see them as individuals mm -hmm. and not just like clump them all together, but yeah. see their different strengths, their different weaknesses, and just um, provide support for them. And yeah all their different dreams and different things that they're into, making sure you're spending time with each one. Um, it's, it's, it's a challenge, absolutely. but I absolutely love like watching their personalities continue to develop. And I'm just getting into those little minds and knowing what they're thinking and yeah. their perspectives on um, real world issues mm -hmm. um, that's occurring in our world and what they've heard from Aww. their friends and just, finding those nuggets and times to keep embedding like the things of Christ and the things of God in Amen. them. Um, sometimes it's not like super strict. Like let's sit down. Mm -hmm. We're going to sit down and read the Bible. Like we do that sometimes, yeah. but I like to find ways to like um, embed it in our daily routine yeah. in a way that they understand. Yeah. Like even when it comes to dissecting some of the songs that we're listening to on the radio, what is she? What 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 is that? Um, they love Lauren Daigle because probably because I listen to it a lot. So like the rescue song, okay, uh, was the most recent topic of the week. And like, Aww. what does that song mean? Why is she saying rescue? Like, who I is she? Who is she singing to? What is that mm -hmm. about? So we dissected that song this weekend, talking about the meaning of it. And so now at home, they're like, let's listen to the rescue song. They want to watch mm -hmm. the video and like. You like you know it's yeah. just interesting um watching their little minds shape and develop but it's the most challenging and rewarding hat that i that i wear i love that i love that and i mean i'm sure you wouldn't have it any other way like the the enjoyment and the challenge of it combined you know what i mean it keeps you on your toes. It definitely keeps yeah. you on my toes. Keeps you young, even if and you feel old. It definitely gives me gray hair, too. I feel like I, they just keep springing up. I'm like, another one, another one. And then in my eyebrows and stuff. Like, and it just keep popping up. So I'm like, y'all giving me these gray hairs. I love it. It's a reminder of turning. I'm aging. That's all right. <laughs> aging gracefully. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God for the gift of children. Yes. 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 What would you say your most challenging You know, hat I, I agree with you as far as like two sides of the same coin. Um, I would say for me the most, uh, the, the, the hat that I most enjoy that's also the most challenging would be that of a wife. So, it, I mean, it is, a, it is an ongoing work. It, it requires work, like marriage works. Like literally I was just, post I did a post from you know when we had our get together and like it requires work but it is incredibly rewarding and just the beauty of watching how when you allow God to, <laughs> to when you allow God in your marriage or when you yield how he really will use that union to make you more like Jesus number one that's the first and foremost goal whether you want to re realize it or not to be more like Christ, you know, and then also too to represent the the union between you know the Christ and and His bride, like to model that out here on the earth, and that doesn't always feel good, but at the same time, it truly is rewarding. And so, 
I would definitely say for me, it's it's the most challenging, but also the most rewarding hat that I wear. Um, and so just grateful, grateful for my husband, grateful for um, the journey that we're on together, um, grateful for what he's called us to do. And I love how God literally has shaped me and my husband to complement one another. Like that is a gift to really see his strengths, how they support my weaknesses and my strengths, how they support his weaknesses, you know, and even it's been a, a blessing to start to see it that way, because those weaknesses are the same things that get on your nerves, you know, the same things that irritate you, you know, but at the same time, it's used to number one, sharpen you so that you can become more like Christ. But then also too, it's to cover your blind spots because I have areas in my life where I'm like, oh, I got this. And clearly my husband is not afraid to be like, no, you don't, sugar. No, you don't, you know. So all that to say, that is a gift in and of itself because we make each other better. So I'll, I'm with you. I would say two sides of the same coin as far as, uh, for me, it would be marriage, the most challenging and the most rewarding. So, yes. You ready to move into story time? Yes, it's time. Story time. It is time. All right, so we're both married to entrepreneurs. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. So, so what what would you say? What is it like? Number one, being married to an entrepreneur, and what would you say are some of the greatest challenges that you've experienced Woo! being married to an entrepreneur? <laughs> Let's just take it back a little bit. <laughs> so, um, you know. When I met him, it's like I do this thing called Trap Stars, mm -hmm. and you know it's like a radio show. Mm -hmm. And at the time, mm -hmm. you know, I was like, "This is cool," you know, mm -hmm. Christian hip hop, you know, all of that. Um, and I was like, "Y'all do this like every Saturday, mm -hmm. every Saturday." Mm -hmm. It was literally when we first mm -hmm. met. It was like every. Saturday, yep. except for like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah, girl. It's a lot of dedication. Yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> let me remind, let me re well, not remind, but let me inform the people. At the, currently, they do track stars during the day, praise God. But at the time, what time was it on Saturdays? Like prime date night time, y'all. It was like 6 p.m. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night. So that's all I'm saying. I was like, well, yes. Mm -hmm. When are we gonna do our dates? Mm -hmm. And like when we got mm -hmm. invitations to different things, mm -hmm. like it's like, sorry, we've got track stars. We've got track <laughs> stars. Like, oh okay. Like I felt like we could do stuff. Yeah. But now they've adjusted like the time mm -hmm. to like twelve o'clock. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Yes. Finally, yes. finally. Yes. I'm yes. like, you got <laughs> something gotta give. Something's gotta give. But then we start having kids. And then birthday yeah. parties yeah. are usually on Saturday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. So in the beginning, I was like, I'm not going to be taking these kids by myself to mm -hmm. these birthday parties. Mm -hmm. So I can be looking crazy mm -hmm. and tired. You know, so we've, <laughs> we've had to, like, work on um, overcoming, like, challenges like that with, yeah. with scheduling. Um, I know recently they have been taking more time off. Amen. For, like... Holidays, holidays mm -hmm. more time off. Mm -hmm. Thank praise the Lord. They they're getting mm -hmm. there. They're getting there. So um challenges would be um date nights mm -hmm. were a challenge. Now we, we scheduled them in and I would also say um it it was hard besides like the date nights, it was hard 
um, at, at home because yeah. a lot of times he was on the phone and sometimes he still is on the phone <laughs> and <laughs> on his laptop all the time, yeah. like always like working and willing yeah. and dealing and getting like different um, radio yeah. Yeah. syndicates yeah. all over the United States. Mm -hmm. Like I get it. Yeah. I do. But I'm like, you got to take a break and eat uh, dinner with your family. <laughs> like we've got to have some boundaries. Yeah. So we have um, had to set up those type of yeah. boundaries. Like, okay, mm -hmm. no phone at the table. We got to talk to our children. Mm -hmm. You got to talk with me. Like you got to get off your phone, get off your phone. Um, so that's even like for date nights, like yeah. being present, not yeah. just physically there, but being present uh -huh. and in the moment. Um, I would say um, that's been a challenge. Like uh -huh. you have to constantly remind them. I don't yeah. know if you do, but um, I know I have to do that in my household. Um, just those reminders about being present uh -huh. because it's like he's very passionate about about his craft and yeah. I love the passion, yeah. but I want I want the balance, like, because you don't want to look back and say, like, you miss yeah. all of these different milestones yeah. with your kids or whatever, because yeah. you were busy trying to build over here mm -hmm. and like missing out yeah. in this other area. And so I've had to do a lot of prayer uh, in communication with God, because again, mm -hmm. I said, I value peace over Amen. perfection. Amen. So it's, I'm not going to like, nag him. I don't yeah. really nag when yeah. I see it. I, I nudge. <laughs> give reminders. Nudge. <laughs> you know, give reminders and stay sweet. Um, but I, I have to pray because yeah. that God is the only one. The Holy Spirit is the only one and God is the only one that can truly like take care of those different challenges. Because yeah. you can only like talk to someone about the same thing so many times. It's so. true. That has been a challenge. And even now, though, I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm tech, I'm kind of an entrepreneur yeah, myself. You are. You are. Uh, so I guess now I'm like, okay, so now we both got to balance. Mm -hmm. We both got to, like, set boundaries mm -hmm. and know when to, you know, yeah. schedule things. And That's an interesting point you bring up. Now that you are an entrepreneur as well, has your perspective shifted? Do you kind of understand a little bit more of your husband's struggle? Or are you like, we just got to figure this out together now? I understand it. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I I understand mm -hmm. you have to sacrifice something. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's got to be sleep. Yeah, I got to sacrifice some sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, we get work done, mm -hmm. or I get work done as it pertains to like becoming Eva mm -hmm. and planning and thinking through mm -hmm. things when the kids are asleep. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be doing that stuff. I mean, I, I just have to set boundaries even when it comes to my work. Mm -hmm. Like, when I sign off, I'm off. That's it. Yep. I'm not uh, yeah. upgrading. I'm not uh, checking emails. Like, yeah. I cut it off. And it is what it is. It'll be mm -hmm. there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I work pretty quickly. Yeah. So... I think you have to set boundaries uh, with anything that you mm -hmm. do. Like, okay, now I'm going to do uh, become Eva. And we try to do it on the nights that he's doing track stars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we try to work together That's when good. it comes to, like, 
okay, this is our Becoming Eva planning mm-hmm. night as well as Traxers yeah. planning night. So that works out because yeah. on the other nights, you know, we can um, do our quality time. Yeah. So you have to kind of like designate on um, set aside time when you, when you're both going to focus. And that's how we do it when we both yeah. focus on our yeah. on our different things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah, that's a good that's a good tip. We we do a lot of that as well. But I I would say, whew, being married to an entrepreneur, our our journey is a little bit different because before we were friends for several years before we even started dating. So I knew you know very early on that Chris was an entrepreneur before even his involvement with Trackstars. He had launched a record label called Freedom Music Group, which then turned into an artist collective. So he was always working with artists. He was always in the studio. He was always putting together playlists. At, we went to the same church. So at our church, he was like everybody's favorite DJ because he was always putting them on to artists that nobody else knew about. you know. And then I was um, full-time at our church at the time. And one of my responsibilities was overseeing our church bookstore. So he had this list called the alternative list. And on the alternative list, it's basically the blueprint for line for line because he would literally say, if you like Christina Aguilera, check out, uh, at the time, it may have been like Stacey Rico or something like that. If you like Jay-Z, check out Lecrae. And literally everybody that he had check out for on the list, I would be like, okay, well, we need to order their CDs so that we could literally provide Christian alternative for our congregation. And so we worked together, we're friends, all that great stuff long before we even started dating. And then by the time we started dating, track stars was in full effect. So that was literally like his other job. And I still to this day call it his other job because literally like the time that they put in is just ridiculous. And so um, I will say I, I knew because of that kind of what I was getting into. And then at the same time, I have an entrepreneurial spirit as well. So I understood it. Of course, it it becomes very different when you are married. And I'm sure even more so when you have children, because it's like, okay, how are we going to live off this? How are we going to support our household? How What does this look like long term? And so communication is very, very key. Uh, and then I'm, I'm big on strategy. So I'm like, if we're going to do this full time, then what's the plan? Because... You can't treat a hobby like a hobby if you eventually want to live off of it. So, like, what's the plan for how this is going to be, you know, more than just, you know, something you do on the side? And so we strategize together and we really figure out based on those strategies what steps of faith we need to take, you know, if if we want to do this full time. And so, again, communication is key with each other, but then also with God, because we want to be in sync with God. We want to be in step with God. Like whatever he is requiring us to do, we want to move at his pace, not our own, not outside his will. So communication is incredibly, incredibly key, especially when you're married to an entrepreneur. And then to your point of what you were saying with prayer, it's one of those things there are oftentimes, and just being married, period, there are, you could say the same thing, over and over again, and maybe it's because you're the person in closest proximity to them, they don't get it. They don't understand, or it may just go in one ear and out the other, you know, and then their friend may say it. Or, and they'll be like, you know, so-and-so, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm sure he did. Yep, <laughs> he did, because you know what, I said it too, but it's all right. If you heard him say it, 
all good, all good. Uh, but prayer, because if God doesn't use other people, then, you know, this is why it's important to be married to a man of God, because as they cultivate their relationship with God, the Holy Spirit does what he does and he'll impart whatever needs to be imparted, you know, on both ends, because I'm not always the one with the answers. I'm sure he's praying just as much as I'm praying because something may be going in one ear for me and out the other, but it takes the Lord to reveal it to me or it takes Toya or somebody else to reveal it to me. So prayer is key and it's key to be married to someone that has a relationship with God because it's like, well, I don't, I can't imagine, don't want to imagine being married to someone that doesn't have a relationship with God, but I can only imagine how much harder it is when you're the only one praying like you're the only one praying that's that's very challenging and i'm grateful for um the fact that chris is a man of god because um he's he's quick to apologize he's quick to repent you know i, I honestly i feel like he's quicker than i am I'm like lord help me to be you know quick to apologize and quick to repent as well because we we don't go long without apologizing or without um, reconciling whatever needs to be reconciled. So communication is key with one another and with the Lord. So, yeah. Awesome. I would say some other words of wisdom or practical tips that we have learned over the years through those different challenges. Like you said, mm -hmm. keeping God first, that is key and learning when learning your season i guess learning the season that you're in mm -hmm. and learning when you need to take some hats off yeah and maybe store them for another yeah. season in your life um we i have definitely had to learn how to uh change it up from working um outside of the house to working working from home that was key um i was a head uh, volleyball coach um i had to take that off my plate i wow. love me some volleyball and i love coaching <laughs> oh girl i love coaching it mm. but once i started having all these kids i could not really devote all yeah. the extra time that it yeah. takes to really uh, pour into other uh, other kids yeah. and um, when it comes to like planning overnight camping, yeah. uh, overnight like um, sleepovers or not not sleepovers for camp. Oh, like gotcha. Like, for like volleyball camps. Or... camps. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Because gotcha. like I used camp. to, yeah, I used gotcha. to take them to like the Georgia State uh, oh, volleyball wow. camp or Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech okay. volleyball camp, and then we went um, to Alabama. Mm -hmm. um, Ryan's Ryan's favorite football team. Uh, I won't say the name, but because um, you know some people are uh, well, okay, and all that. But we went there. Uh, we went there uh, over this summer and stuff like that. So once you, I started having kids, like I couldn't be away from them for long yeah. periods of time, and then with Ryan's schedule and all the different things, um, you you have to kind of recognize what season you're in mm -hmm. and know how to take and switch it up, take things off your plate yeah. and switch it up. Yeah. Um, so that has been um, something that I've learned along the way. Mm -hmm. um, and talking through, like you said, the communication, talking mm -hmm. through those challenges with Ryan yeah. and coming up with uh, 
boundaries, learning how to have those hard, tough yeah. conversations that's not always received well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, what do you mean? I'm trying to do this for us. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but in the process, yeah. you are MIA, yeah. like mentally, and like mentally not here all the time. Yeah. I need you to be 100% mm-hmm. here and it, present when we're out at dinner on date night. Like, don't be on your phone. Yeah. And like, you know, what you're saying. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've had to have those kinds of conversations and conflict conflict i think it's healthy it's healthy conflict Mm -hmm. um and learning how to resolve it and come up with uh solutions that will work and now that i'm in the game i'm like (laughs) (laughs) now that i'm in the game like i'm having to uh reflect and do the same things that i told him to do yeah and so i have to be mentally present at dinner time i've got to put my phone away i've got to you know mm-hmm. pay attention to them talk to my students to my kids and find out what's going on in their lives yes. just being trying to be there for everyone because i know my kids are watching me absolutely and i want them to see that their mom was a great mom mm-hmm. but she was also these other things and she pursued her dreams and even if I don't even if I nobody ever you know whatever Mm -hmm. buys another book or listens to becoming Eva on the podcast whatever even if none of that ever happens Mm -hmm. like they're still able to say that I tried absolutely and I didn't give up and I was still there for them Mm -hmm. and provided for them I worked like you know, I just a part of their legacy, which is beautiful. And so hopefully, even if we (laughs) are never like known by anyone, you know, that it it will have benefited um, in the long term. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can honestly say for myself, you inspire me because I honestly look at everything that you do and I'm like, how in the world does she have time for becoming evil? Because I would be like, child, give me till they in high school or something. Like, I'll holler at you in a few years. Like, seriously. Like, you do a lot and you do it so gracefully. Like, I have said that about you as long as I've known Latoya. She's always been graceful at what she does it's almost like i liken it to the the metaphor of the you know the the duck that kind of you see them gliding over the pool and their feet are like doing all kind of pedaling <laughs> that's latoya if you, if you see it she's like oh but then she literally <laughs> has all this other stuff going on that you don't even know about you like good lord how are you doing all of that but like i i'm inspired so yeah so thank kudos, you kudos but I, I love what you said about the seasons because that is so true and that's you know i've heard it said with children as well when they're certain ages you know you're more involved you know and then you can kind of take on things when they get a little older or what have you but just in life like there are seasons and i tell women all the time yes we can do it all we can have it all but not at the same time sugar like not if you want to be sane so you're gonna have to figure out okay 
in this season, what am I focused on? And I will say for season, seasons for me may look a little bit different than seasons for Latoya. Seasons for me, I kind of divide my life up, if you will, into quarters. So like Q1, okay, these are my priorities for Q1. Q2, these are my priorities for Q2. You know, when life gets crazy, it might be like, these are my priorities for the year 2020. Like, I just, you know, seasons shift and change based on whatever circumstances we're dealing with. But realizing that you can't be full speed, all in, 100% with everything at the same time, like, that's just not realistic. So realizing what can I go hard in during this season and what do I need to pull back from this season? What do I need to delegate to somebody else? during the season what do i need to completely get off my plate during the season like and be okay with that because your identity isn't in any of it quite honestly that's so, true it's yeah. not yeah so great great tips great tips do so, you have any other words of wisdom or tips or practical advice that you would like I, to share i mean i would just say always um prioritize your relationship with God. And I literally just wrote this on a board. Um, believe it or not, in, in my orthodontist office, they had some board up where, I don't know, it was just tips or words of wisdom or something. And I literally wrote, self-care is not selfish. It's not. And so I think self-care, it has to be a priority. That's a huge, huge piece of wisdom that I try to live by but i've been given it over the years and i've had to implement it just because of my life circumstances i've literally had to prioritize self-care and be in tune with my body my body will tell me when i'm doing too much and if i don't listen it'll sit me down bottom line i have it it's time and time again so prioritizing self-care is key making sure that you are treating yourself kindly that you are treating yourself with grace that you are mindful of what you put in your body that you are mindful of what you consume not just um food wise but you know media wise relationship wise social media wise you know prioritizing your person is huge because if you don't, then you have nothing to give to anybody else. You're literally pouring from an empty cup if you do not prioritize self-care. Um, and I have found that when I do that, I am like exponentially better at every other hat that I wear. Um, I'm more efficient, I'm more effective, and um, I just am giving from a place of abundance instead of deficit. So prioritizing self-care is, is what I would say. Awesome. Any top picks for the week for you? You know, I have to do one push. Um, my husband and I went to a private listening session for um, Emmanuel, formerly known as The Truth. His project is amazing. So I'm going to give a plug for that. It's dope. And I'll say this, you know, especially if you're not huge into like um, hip hop. If you like R&B, if you like gospel, if you like other genres of music, he does an excellent job of merging and bridging them. And he's got some phenomenal features on his project. You know, he's featured with, um, uh, oh God, Fred Hammond, Israel Houghton. I mean, like a lot of the greats. I was like, how in the world are we able to get all these people on the same project? But it's a dope project and you can tell he's evolved as an artist as well it's more than just hip-hop i mean he's like writing stuff he's singing some stuff like he's doing his thing so it's been great to see his evolution as a you know as basically as one of the ogs in the industry so emmanuel check that out by the truth or the artist formerly known as truth he actually goes by emmanuel now so awesome uh, i watched um when well, we went to the movies 
Um, and we saw Creed Serenity. Yes. You know. Yes. So I, it was great eye candy. You got mad. I'm sorry. It wasn't good eye candy. You know, this is <clears throat> Women's History Month. Yes. And we have been making history at the Oscars. Um, so kudos. Yes. We have a challenge for you for Women's History Month. Um, I challenge you to find a woman in your community mm. um, or a leader that you know, someone that is um, inspiring um, and helping their community and give them their flowers. A lot of times we wait till someone is no longer here on, these, on this earth before we yeah. bring them flowers and tell them how much they meant to you. So I challenge you to find some woman that is doing something um, for her community or in um, a leadership position and give them their flowers. And it, it doesn't have to be like physical flowers, but you can just verbally affirm them uh, with words of affirmation and tell them how much you appreciate them. Um, that is your Women's History Month challenge for this week. That. That's amazing, y'all. So accept the challenge. I know I accept it. Uh, so that's a really good one. And then lastly, uh, I think we mentioned this during our previous episode. We're going to put a link in the chat for you. We have, you know, we're, we've heard some requests out there. We're trying to figure out what would be a great Becoming Eva event, you know. So we have a link for you, um, a survey that we want you to complete. So click that link, fill it out, let us know your thoughts, and then we'll kind of take that information and plan it, you know, from there. If it's going to be know a workshop a conference a book club a retreat you never know we want to hear from you and then even if you're like okay maybe not the event stuff but i would love to hear y'all talk about this or i love this segment of your show we want to hear that too so click the link fill out the survey and let us know what you think so tell us about next week toya oh yes we are so excited mm-hmm. next week we're gonna have the one and only Paula Bryant Ellis. Yes. So if you don't know who she is, you better Google her. Yes, look her You want to tell them who she is just in case? No, I'm going to tell you do your homework because you don't want to miss it because you are consuming content that she has influenced and created and you don't even know it. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say, y'all. So check her out and check us out when we feature her as our special guest next week. Paula Bryant Ellis. Yes. Check her out. She'll be here um, virtually next Saturday. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Becoming Eva Today. Don't forget your merch, your mug, your shirts. Support us on our website. And we'll see you guys soon. Go to Becoming Eva. Bye, y'all. We will see you at the time. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Click subscribe on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast. Check us out at becomingevatoday.com or email us at becomingevatoday.com. See you next time.